0: All right, 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 all right. All right here in your do Dooby do, Shooty tooty footy Doody. Ooh, I did, I did a, I did a speed run. <laughs> Ooh, world record. <laughs> we are going to watch episode fifteen.
1: Yeah, boy, we're real near the end on this one. I'm getting a little bit preemptive sadness because I don't want to see you We are. It
0: we have, what, two? Well, I mean, we have to watch this one. So three yes. more episodes, I guess? Three more episodes. Can you believe that? Ugh. Wow. I can't. I. Wow. Man.
1: I'm going to get all weepy.
0: Okay, no, 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 no. No weepy. No weepy. <laughs> no, uh No, no, no.
1: <laughs> I'm going to. Okay, I think this episode. Because.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me, tell me, tell me.
1: I feel like. The ending of this could either be a two-parter or a three-parter. So if it's a two-parter, then we can just do whatever with this episode. It's like a freebie and, like, side stories, subplots, whatever. And then the next two episodes are 100% going to be, like, set up and pay off the whole show. Or... Okay,
0: Okay, so... Oh, or.
1: Or it's a three-parter, and then this is, like, the the intro slash rising action and then we get the climax next episode and then the Ooh. last episode is the denouement
0: the denouement
1: <laughs> i feel like Ooh. i feel like i'm gonna put my money on it's gonna be a two-part finale ish and then yeah this episode i've guessed it every week and i'm gonna be right one of these weeks but we're gonna get more about the Sengi situation, and we're gonna put a pleasing bow on that, please, or maybe. Okay, really
0: quick, really quick to prime, uh, your your content prediction that is, because mm. uh, we had like the 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 format prediction, and now we have the content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of. If... Um, we had the form prediction, and now the function. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um. Last episode, episode fourteen, we had the uh, introduction of Unchan and Hong Gil facing things together, and the thing they are facing right now is the fact that Grandma is like, "No, ma'am, uh-uh, that girl is not enough for that boy in my eyes. That's my grandson. I love him, or whatever." She tells herself to sleep better at night. Yeah. <laughs> And that's kind of like where we're at with the main story. And then also we have all of our kind of side stories coming into play. So with that in mind, what do you think is going to happen in episode 15 specifically?
1: Bruh, I think I've got it. I think I've actually got it. Really? Okay. Tell me. So my prediction, this might be reaching a little into episode 16, 17, but okay, okay. I feel like Han Sung and Yuju are going to get married and that's going to draw <gasps> the grandma fire off chan and hang yul because oh. she'll be like i've got a i've got like a grand niece or nephew on the way i don't even okay. need the trip and then if she starts tripping we're gonna get mama being like i love my son and you're gonna love my daughter-in-law no
0: matter what you say and like Mom steps up
1: yeah mom's gonna slay the grandma
0: dragon oh wow yeah. wow i feel it hmm. all right all right well, I can feel it calling in the air tonight. Um, oh, Lord. And, and that, that although it may sound like a, a song that uh, is copyrighted, it's actually not because it's in a different <laughs> key.
1: That's <laughs> our cover of Coffee in the Air Tonight.
0: Yes, 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 yes. I can feel it coffee in the air tonight.
1: My prince.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, 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 good. All right. All right. Wow. Okay. I, I'm... All right. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, let's go then. Let's, let's, let's go. go. Let's go watch episode 15 and see. Uh, episode 15. Uh, grandma, please stop being mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice.
1: Please, I want to go back to liking you.
0: Oh my god, yeah. Oh hi, I didn't see you there. (laughs) My name is Kara, and I love rom-coms. Oh hi,
1: I'm Jaren, and I'm into calling everyday things the dark souls of whatever they are.
0: Oh my, oh that's, oh isn't that cute, oh my goodness. Oh, oh, but you know what we're both into? (laughs) That would be hot drinks and (laughs) oh Hot boys. And this
1: is... Just, just kiss, kiss already.
0: already. Oh, it's so easy. Just just kiss. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Ah! I just dropped my pen. Ah. ah! Ah! You ever just, like, drop things and you're like, Ah!
1: You ever drop something and then while it's falling, you smack it really hard and it goes flying in the other direction?
0: (laughs) Like in an attempt to catch it or just like gut reaction? In an attempt
1: to catch Hit it. it.
0: Okay. I think, yeah, I think I definitely have. I I, more often than not, I feel like I miss, but
1: (laughs) I do it all the time with pencils. So, like, I'll be writing something Ooh. really quickly, and then the pencil will fall out of my hand, and I'll smack it. And then I don't even get up to go reach for it. I grab another pencil from my backpack, and I just pick up and make a mental note to get it later.
0: <laughs> You're like, eh, I'll, I'll get that one day. I feel like if I drop something, my reaction is like, Ah! And then uh, if I try and catch it, sometimes I catch it and then you, then you like feel really cool. Yes. But if I don't, it's more like I just kind of tap it and it and it makes its way down to the ground. And I'm like, oh, oh, man.
1: <laughs> it's like you tucked it in while it was falling.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh.
1: <laughs> Do you know who needs to be tucked in?
0: Who needs to be tucked in?
1: Me, after watching this most recent episode <laughs> of Coffee Prince.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say Hong Gil because he's a big baby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: very true very true
0: oh, me and tuck me
1: and Hongyul in
0: <laughs> <laughs> together or like separate like bunk beds like, like
1: it, we're sleeping in his drawer bed that pulls out from the wall
0: <laughs> are you like are you like um, head to toe or are you like snuggled up together
1: like I think I'm head to shoulder to on him I feel like our feet oh, are okay. aligned and then he's way yeah. taller than me <laughs> <laughs> And then you can push the drawer back inside the closet until we're done.
0: (laughs) Just close you up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. This episode was so... The start of this episode, I feel like, was, was such a, like... Such a prelude to the entire vibe of it. Where we're just kind of, like, checking in with each of the characters and seeing what's happening. And, like... We start out and it's like, hey, Eun-chan and Hong-gyul, who are together and happy, uh, what's what's going on? And they're just like, at first it's actually really cute because Eun-chan is like, oh my God, he's not going to New York. I love that. But then it seems like every time they have a cute moment, it quickly devolves into bickering this entire episode. Like, I don't think we have just a cute moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a little bit, I don't want to overuse the word bittersweet, but... Mm. It, there was the moment in the very beginning where they the show does such a good job of articulating very specific relationship vibes. Like, mm-hmm. the vibe of, oh my god, I thought my partner was, like, gonna move out of town, but now they're staying and it's for me. Like, that's such <laughs> a vibe, and it's, it's very wow. perfect. Like, are you sure? Like, are you really not gonna... It's not... I'm not dreaming right now. Like, I Aww. felt that. I felt that. And then they also just kind of start arguing, and I'm like i also feel this (laughs)
0: huh hmm same really (laughs) um and then we don't even have that for long because then we quickly cut to um mr hong and he's like trying to work some magic on grandma like he's like hey grandma um (laughs) really great um anyway
1: uh he's really just destroying her with facts and logic by being like you know it could be way worse and like she's way better than your grandson like your grandson oh like everything good about him that you like now you have to thank unchan for it and yeah he's, not he's literally
0: like you should be thanking unchan that she made your grandson a decent person like, <laughs> <laughs> like he's straight up like why do you dislike it doesn't make any sense. Like, if anyone, you should be mad at Hong Gil, not Un Chan.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. She literally, like, remade Hong Gil's whole image, like, Extreme Makeover Home Edition for your grandson.
0: Yeah. And then, like, I feel like all of the cuts in the beginning of this episode are so fast because then, right after that, we cut to um, Han Sung and he's just like, Oh my god, baby is the best thing in the world. Like his friend is like, I have a baby, and he's like, let me see the baby. And his friend is like, dude, no, this is my. And Hansung is like, show me the baby. You're right. He
1: he finally unleashes his true devil voice, and he's like, show me the baby.
0: I Where's see the baby? baby.
1: I'm he's literally chasing his friend.
0: <laughs> or I guess this is his co-worker? Yeah. He's like, like chasing him around the around the studio being like, please show me this baby picture. I want to see the baby.
1: It's <laughs> as cute as Unchan and hong Yol in the beginning. So it's like it's like he's chasing his fun friend around the this the booth. Yeah.
0: It is, it is very I feel like I got I got a big feeling this episode of just kind of like Dang! Why did why do I hate Han Sung and Ju? They're doing so great. I know, and I, I have to like remind forgot. myself of the terror we went through to get here. But like, they're real happy right now. They're in they're in a really good place. It's,
1: it's a place, and it's also putting me in a place where I want to enjoy uh-huh. this media. But I'm haunted by the idea that that might be condoning the idea that having a baby saves a bad relationship.
0: Well, okay. Okay, to be completely fair to Hansung and Yuju, this baby did come after they had their, like, thing. I feel like they kind of, like, resolved some stuff that they had been going through before the announcement of this baby. Yes. So at the very least, they did talk and they did, I don't know, do something before the- baby showed up and just made everything great
1: yeah the baby was not lying in the grass. they paved the road for this baby yeah
0: yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> we paved the way for baby. Yeah. Then we even meet Yuju's mom and we're like, oh,
1: oh this was good. This was so good because it's she's just eating the, she's just eating her spaghetti and like casually drops the fact that she's a quad divorcee like she's had yeah. four ex-husbands. <laughs> and so naturally her advice to her daughter is like don't get married like you're an artist travel and do your thing
0: it's so funny because she literally starts out by being like marriage bad and then two seconds later she's like but hansung marry that boy and we're like what what's your opinion ma'am what do you want
1: (laughs) Look, it's like when a parent says, do as I say, not as I do. Except Yuju's mom is like, don't do as I say or as I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, this entire episode, Hansung and Yuju, I feel like, are, were the most, like, their relationship looked the most fine, I guess.
1: Yeah, they were definitely like our straight men couple, I yeah.
0: guess. Yeah. Which was interesting.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good old switcheroo.
0: A good old switcheroo the baby is a, a stabilizing
1: old... force in screenwriting
0: <laughs> but yeah the beginning of this episode is kind of like quick cuts to like all of the characters talking with someone about something and we just get this like weird quick glimpse into what everyone's up to and then it's like anyway back at coffee prince um sunki has caught the java jive because he's just sitting there going like i like coffee I like tea <laughs> it's like oh good he he's stuck in his head
1: <laughs> and harim's like oh you're in a good mood you banging you're banging your lady friend oh
0: it's he, harim literally comes in and he's like so woman for you and cindy <laughs> is like uh we're friends and Sinki is like a woman as a friend that's not real that's impossible' It oh, could yeah. never be. <laughs> Harim starts
1: like, dropping, Harim... like, classical knowledge on them. He's like, look, do you want to be platonic? He's like, it was a mistake to even separate Agape and Eros. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like of the five Greek-defined varieties of love, Harim only believes in Eros.
0: He's like, listen... <laughs> <laughs> And meanwhile, CB is just like daydreaming about Unse and he's his eyes like,
1: are misty. <sighs> he's like, oh. he's just there's literally a thought bubble. I think of the their yeah, last it's kiss. literally
0: <laughs> yeah. He's just like, oh. Meanwhile, Harim is like diving over the table to like I don't know, be cool, I guess, and being like. Hey Sungi, your relationship is stupid if it's not romantic and CB is just like crying about his his, his one kiss.
1: <laughs> Unse always lived in CB's head rent-free, but like now <laughs> Now she's upgrading. It's no longer an apartment, it's the house. And there's no mortgage.
0: Damn. Damn. And oh gosh. Harim doesn't even stop there. He then is like, Hey Unchan, um, you and Hong gyul have you, have you done it yet? And it's oh, like, Harum, so can we shut up for two seconds? Like, can you stop? <laughs> I, I,
1: like, I understand from a narrative purpose why you want to have a character who's, like, asking the question that, like, maybe some of the audience is also asking. But, like, mm. lately, since the, the, the gender reveal party <laughs> happened and... yeah uh the, the relationship has been defined. It's like he's so obsessed with like finding out whether or not they're banging that like I dread seeing him on screen because I'm like he's just gonna he's just gonna like sexualize Unchan in front of my eyes again and I don't want that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't I don't want it. Harim stop. It's okay. I'll it's interesting. It's it's interesting because there's a part of me that's like harim stop. Um there's also a part of me that wonders if it seems like, like, I don't know. I feel like for Un Chen, if she did want to talk about that kind of stuff, it feels like the one person that she has right now to go to is kind of Harim, which is interesting. She hasn't shown that she wants to, like, talk about those things with a friend or anything. Hmm. But, like, I think about how, like, she has her sister, but I don't know if she would be like, hey, little sister, let me talk to you about my sex life. Like... And, like, I think about, like, her other friends and they're all these coffee prince boys. And, like, if she went and talked to Han Sung about it, I would throw a fit. So I
1: feel like very true. Very if, true.
0: I, I feel like there there is kind of a push for, A, Harim is this character that's, like, asking questions that the audience wants to know. Like, he's he's this nosy character that I feel like there's a big purpose of it is just kind of, like, inquiring about their relationship so we as an audience can know from the perspective of like not seeing what they do together but like how they're feeling individually yeah um but at the same time i feel like he's kind of like the the only like bro character that un chan really has that isn't like her younger sister her younger sister's potential boyfriend um more related to her boyfriend than like her I guess or older creepy Han Sung who really just shouldn't <laughs> see I feel like
1: if there was ever gonna be a scene where she wanted sex advice I think she would go to Sun like that's just you know way.
0: what you're so right like cause you got come on Waffle Boy obviously
1: cause like I feel like the way you would do that is you have Han uh, Harim being so prying and like br- uh, brash about it and then it's like sungi is somebody who you know has been like in love and like like, there's this, yeah. this nebulous kid floating around, so somebody had sex at some point. And, like, if it was him,
0: he <laughs> might be in a
1: position to give some sound advice.
0: <laughs> yeah. Though to also, also in two Ha-Rim's, uh, I shouldn't say defense, because this isn't, like, defending him, but, like, to add to to his kind of character that oftentimes seeming like he's just this jerk guy who I'm, like, go away Also to add to the kind of buddiness that they obviously do have, the friendship that is there is like he's bugging her about this and she immediately turns around and is like, hey, remember when you showed me your ass and you're super embarrassed about it? Oh my (laughs) god, like she she bites back at him, which is kind of nice to see that they they at least have the mutual like you say something that makes me embarrassed, I say something bright back to you.
1: Yeah, I love that about their dynamic. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway,
0: do you want to find out more about um, Sungi? I am but in desperate very small to doses? get any
1: information about <laughs> Sungi.
0: <laughs> do you want to get just like a little flash of what's happening in, in his yeah, side you know, of the,
1: the if court? If you could give me like <laughs> three sentences of dialogue, I feel like that would be too much. I feel like we'd have to cut it off at two.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? We can't We can't get too much. But um, he just kind of like shows up in, in this girl's house and he's like, hey, I made dinner. And she's Aww. like, Sungi, can you leave? And he's like, Yeah, after we eat dinner. (laughs) And it's like, I part of me is like, Suni, you can't just go in someone's house and use their food to make dinner. But also, like, I just, I want this relationship to work out for him. So I'm like...
1: (laughs) I don't understand his methods, but she's so (laughs) ominous.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay, yeah. There's a lot going on. Like, this is definitely the most, like... This is actually something that, um... I'll talk about I want to talk about more later but one of the things that this episode really kind of drove home for me was this theme of like what relationships and romance is expected to be and made out to be by like society expect societal expectations as well as like the media and stuff versus what it actually is and I feel like this pairing of people is like as soap opera media example of romance that we have in the entirety of this show because it's these two characters who are both very mysterious they only say a little bit and like it feels like they're talking with their eyes even though they're not looking at each other Mm. and we just have no idea what's going on
1: (laughs) she straight up tells him I will disappear again if you don't leave me alone. And if anybody ever said that to me, I'm gone. They're probably a ghost. Like
0: mm. I w- <laughs> What kind of supernatural shit? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but anyway, we can't linger too long on them because we only ever get 3 seconds of their story at a time.
1: <laughs> no doubt.
0: <laughs> Just to add to the ominous um vibe that we've got going on. Ah. Oh. Anyway, back to our main couple or whatever. I guess the one that this show is about or something. Yeah, you know the um, MCs. <laughs> yeah, like whatever. But Unchan and Hong Gil are having like a cute little like study work date. Um, and Unchan's legs are too short to play footsie. It's <laughs> 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 like Hong Gil is like doing like a nudge her with his feet, and like he's like putting his feet on her knees, and then just like sliding them down. And she tries to retaliate, but her feet just do not reach his legs. <laughs>
1: yeah it, i i wrote Unchan got teeny legos and i thought that had something to do with like the, the building bricks but i see you look now back
0: that, at your notes and you're like what did i mean
1: yeah and i now i'm realizing thanks to the information you provided me i meant that she has tiny legs
0: <laughs> her legs are short
1: yeah and it's it's very cute in there she starts talking about like oh i'm gonna pay you back plus interest for the money that you gave mm-hmm. me And then
0: suddenly they're Mm. arguing,
1: and I hate it.
0: (laughs) Okay, yeah. This is, so, so there's this kind of, like, ongoing argument slash theme with this couple, this episode, that is this, like, financial aspect. Um, And I do think that our perception of it is obviously colored by our culture. Um, I don't know, like... Obviously, I, I haven't, like, lived in Korea, nor do I know, like, uh, have, like, a deep knowledge of, like, the cultural workings of Korea and, like, how they view relationships and stuff. I only have what I've seen through, like, dramas and stuff, but I do know that there is an aspect of, like, romance and relationship kind of, um, discourse, I guess you should say, that is this, like, idea of financial stability being attractive and mm. like the way that i've seen that like kind of manifested in um, like american romance stuff is there is that kind of idea that like if someone is pay- like you know how like if you are hanging out with someone and then they offer to buy you food there's that kind of like oh buying someone else food is like a date thing yes like that's that like offering to pay for someone oftentimes is seen as a romantic gesture and i do feel like that's kind of been like it used to be a bit more like oh like boy always pays for girl and like if a boy offers to pay for your lunch then it's like oh my god like he's asking me out essentially and i feel like that's very much shifted Mm because i think like a very common response to like hey i'm gonna pay for your food is being like oh i'll get the next one and that's kind of like a wink wink we're going on another date kind of thing yeah so that financial kind of view has shifted here from being at least in in terms of like heteronormativity or whatever um like oh boy, pay and that's like romantic or whatever. Um, and from what I've seen of shows that I've watched, it seems like that um, that financial kind of thing is a bit more prominent maybe in Korean culture, where it's not necessarily seen as like a just a romantic gesture, but it's seen as like a by providing for somebody financially. That's also like showing that you want to take care of them. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where this argument kind of stems because it's not necessarily Hangul just being mad that he can't pay for a date. It's more like that's that's his way of like wanting to care for her. Um and her kind of being like, I'll pay you back is essentially her like rejecting that. So I think that's where the the argument comes from because Unchan, obviously very independent, um, very much also very like she she was raised in a family that was all women and she was kind of like the breadwinner of her family. So for her like, paying people back and, like, money is an important thing. Her family also doesn't have a lot of money. So, like, you know, paycheck to paycheck, it'll change your view on money. Then han Yul, who, like, silver spoon in his mouth, money, whatever, yes. like, super easy. Like,
1: so, to, to clarify, I said I hate it, but that's not because I think it's unrealistic. Like, this is, mm. this is something that, like, I've personally dealt with when you are in the early stages of dating somebody who has a different perspective on money than you. It's something that's, ah. it's super challenging because, uh, uh, Eun-chan in this case is, it comes from a very not well-to-do background and like having to think carefully about money before spending it. And Han-gyul has had the luxury of not having to think very hard about his finances before making it every purchase. So mm. there's the angle that I see most clearly is, uh, the attitude of, well, if this is nothing for me, then, like, why wouldn't I do it to make your life easier? Like, it's nothing. And then Mm. the person who's had to work very hard for that money knows, but it's not nothing. Like, this is, this has value, and, like, you need to be cognizant of the fact that, like, $7 for somebody who has to feed themselves off that money is way different from $7 somebody buying a hot dog at the movie theater level of rich, you know? And... Mm. I, I saw that and I was like, they, they actually bring up something that I thought about in this moment later in the episode. And I kind of don't yeah. want to spoil it, but I'll put a pin in that.
0: That's fair. We'll spoil it later in like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to say also, because um, we do get into this argument that they're having a little later. So we can, we can pin it and talk about it later. However, in this scene, Un Chan says something that really, really resonated with me. And that, um, like, I don't know. I just kind of, like, so So chen has been um, studying, obviously, because she's kind of, like, found this passion and wanting to be a barista. And, like, that's really important to her right now. And it's really great to see her kind of, like, really honing in on it. Like, she's studying because she wants to take this, like, exam. And she's, like, all about it. And that's really awesome to see. And she also says in this scene, because um, – Hangul is kind of being like, oh, you're still studying. Like, what if we like, you know? And she's like, well, you know, I gotta study. And she says, it's the first time I've thought studying can be so fun. Mm -hmm. And that struck me so hard because I remember vividly when I started studying linguistics, I was like struck with this feeling of like, oh wow, like I'm studying is is studying, which was something when I was in high school used to be this tedious thing that I didn't want to do half the time I didn't study and I like crammed before tests and hated doing homework assignments I hated taking tests I hated all of it but once I started studying something that I was genuinely interested in very very passionate about all of a sudden homework was like fun to do and like I remember like sitting and taking a test and being excited taking that test just because it was enjoyable to like apply this knowledge that I had learned all through the semester and like it was kind of fun to think about some of the things just because I I really really love linguistics and I had really found a passion in it and like her saying that just like hit me right in the heart because I I felt that so hard where like for me linguistics was that like this is the first time I've thought studying is is something fun um and I I'm really I'm really like happy for Chan in this moment because it's 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 finding something that you can be so like so passionate about with no reservation no you know no restraint just just fully in on that every time that you do something with it it's just enjoyable to you and you love every second of it is such a a wonderful thing to find and a wonderful feeling to recognize as well um you know, there's, there, I feel like there's kind of a sense of purpose that comes with that. You're like, wow, like this is something that I not only love to do, maybe it's something that I'm meant to do because it works so well for me. It clicks so well with me. Um, I just, like, I, I felt that so hard. And I'm so happy for her.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I'm very happy for her, too, because there... It, it didn't seem like there was a definite trajectory for, like, her mm. life uh, until... And it was very well built up throughout episodes of her wanting to learn more about becoming a barista, doing the research, and now, like, full-on studying and practicing throughout this episode. And it's like, yeah, this is something achievable that she can do and can do well. And it's really good to see somebody working towards that, like, no matter what mm. it is, as long as they're enjoying it and they're able to, like, dedicate themselves to it. It's it's super nice.
0: Yeah. Ah. Yeah, good for her. Too bad she has to, like, argue with her baby boyfriend about money or whatever.
1: Yeah, speaking <laughs> of baby, like, I felt this was, I want to get your opinion on this. I feel like Hongbyul <laughs> does this thing here, and he does it a couple times, where he starts, like, counting two, three, and he's oh, like, one, yeah. two, two and a half, three. And I was like, this is the most infantilizing shit I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, no,
0: that piss me off just cuz like that's what that's what parents do to their kids they're like you better get back in here and and it's like oh, god uh, yeah, yeah i hate it i if anybody <laughs> ever did that to me even if my mom did that to me today i would be angry <laughs> like i would I be would like explore. no no more i'm no longer like 12 and you can just count and i get scared like absolutely not <laughs> yeah
1: what happens when you say 3 nothing
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're going to say 3 and what what's going to happen <laughs> four <laughs>
1: <laughs> very good
0: oh man anyway um also speaking of baby uh, it's time to cut back to Hansung and Yuju mm,
1: yes they're on the, uh, the playground
0: who, truthfully this entire episode the least problematic couple of all yep. <laughs> like they, they're, they're doing fine
1: they're, they're killing it. They're relaxed. They're very calm. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody raises their voice in anger, so that's a great start. Yeah. Uh, they're having
0: a great casual conversation. Um, and then Hansung decides to propose with what's essentially a Funyun. I also uh,
1: wrote Funyun. Thank you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that it's not a Funyun because yeah. obviously the shape is different.
1: I know um, that it's probably but... a, a fried squid snack or something like that oh. because of the ring shape, but... It looked like
0: Still, a funyan.
1: It look, it looked like a it looked like a fun-yun.
0: To me, it looked like a funyan. <laughs> to me, it looked like a funyan. But yeah, he's just like, here's a funyan, want to be my wife? Um and it's like a it's like a I don't necessarily remember exactly what she says, but I know that it's not like a Oh my God, yes, and that's regarded as like the proposal of their relationship. Like it's kind of just like you're proposing me with a cracker, and he's like, "I love you," and oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe they say something important. But honestly, right after this, we cut back to Un Chen and Hong Gil, and I'm kind of more invested in what's happening there just because there's some drama going on. Oh <laughs> so- yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, we cut back to Hong Gil, and he's still pouting, and he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call Un Chen, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna ch- ch- better, ch- better." Stick <laughs> back over here meanwhile Unchan has left she's gone home and she literally doesn't care she...
1: yeah she she's very like relaxed about it which was like okay like she's got a better attitude about this right now than he does because like i think she even checks her phone and is like wow he called me a lot of
0: times yeah she she checks it and she's like man and then she sends him one text that essentially is her being like just just completely dismissing the the situation uh, she i think she just says i and then there's like a bunch of spaces and then it just says i'm sleeping
1: <laughs> and then yeah. she oh. tears
0: the battery out of her phone and like throws it down to like she's like uh-uh no more of this tonight i'm done i'm signing off she
1: does it, off. it in like one motion and it was it, it yeah. blew my mind when i realized oh that's not like the back of her phone popping off that's the battery
0: <laughs> yeah Man, it used to be easy to just take the battery out of your phone. Now it's now it's all wedged in there somewhere.
1: <laughs> you'll never find it.
0: you'll, you'll never find it.
1: So Han Gil is huffy. He he cardigans up and goes over yeah, to yeah, Han Sung's yeah. house where he's "That's like, right,
0: wine bro time."
1: Oh yeah, they're just going Except off. Except I think about, they're drinking beer. <laughs> oh no, there's like a million cans of it. There's like like four each of beer for them.
0: They're they're crushing those beers. They're they're going.
1: And Han Gil's like, I don't understand. She she doesn't, like, want, she wants to give me my money back? What's up with that? <laughs> and then Han like, man, I know how you feel, bro. Uh, my girlfriend's pregnant she won't even marry me.
0: <laughs> and Han Gil's like... Th- the best part is Han Sung isn't oh. even like, I know how you feel. He's like, oh, you think your problems are hard? I get a load <laughs> of mine. <laughs>
1: He says it so plainly, and, like, it just catches Han Gil off guard to the point where he's like, what? Like, want to say that again? And then he shows yeah, him he's baby. Like, did
0: you just say baby? And Han Sung is like, oh, I said baby. And then <laughs> everyone's like, oh. Literally every time this baby comes up, everybody loses their goddamn mind. Everyone's like, baby!
1: <laughs> the prodigal child.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah just like truly the the star of the show at this point because this baby isn't even on screen and everybody's losing their goddamn mind everybody's
1: rooting for baby
0: everyone's rooting for baby honestly i'm team baby
1: (laughs) yeah i don't care about the relationships more than i care about this baby yeah because he's gonna have the powers of art and music
0: (laughs) that's oh my gosh yeah bo baby's gonna be so powerful
1: Yeah, this baby's gonna tear the world a new one. And his, like, godfather is Donkey Kong? Are you kidding?
0: Wow. Oh, my God. Yo, this baby's got it all.
1: (laughs) What if they name him Diddy Kong?
0: (laughs) Aww. I feel like Han Sung would veto, you know? He doesn't want too much connection to DK.
1: Yeah. He was more of a Mario kid anyway.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna name that kid Toad. (laughs) Born hello <laughs> <laughs> oh, It makes it really easy though because if it's a girl then you just name it toadette <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh-huh. oh, uh. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no Oh no
1: Oh no I'm hurt
0: Oh no I'm hurt Oh Anyway we interrupt baby talk for for um me to be crushed with the shocking realization that Unsei is eighteen years old. Because what? okay, so we cut back, right, to Unchan. Yeah. Unchan fell asleep studying, she's like asleep on her notes, very cute. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh Unsei like wakes up and they're like talking and Unchan makes this comment that's like, "You're an 18-year-old kid. I'm a 24-year-old adult." And I was like, "Beck it up, Beck it up, Beck it up, Beck it up." You're right. who say is 18-year? I was, I was. This whole time, I was thinking of her as like 16, 17 max. Yeah. 18 just feels like a different world. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. She's not 18. Nah, nah. No, she's absolutely still like maybe a sophomore. There's no way she's like about to graduate high school. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs>
1: god that's frightening that that is a legal adult and yeah is, she's graduated although from like,
0: i don't know what the the age laws are in korea they might be different mm. like she's, 18 might not be the bar whereas yeah. as here 18 is the bar
1: like just the only thing would be different is that instead of being like a trash goblin she'd be legally a trash hobgoblin
0: yeah, yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. wow look at you you're using using your you remembered the the word you learned when i showed you k-pop song <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> the oh, other yeah. interesting
1: thing about this scene that i liked was that uh unchan sleeps in the frog pose so she's just like
0: well complete... yeah but that's because she fell asleep studying
1: oh okay
0: yeah. i thought this was just an was... average night nah she was frog pose but she was also like on her notes because we've seen un chen sleep in the past and she's kind of like a, a a limbs everywhere sleeper i feel like oh yeah kicking the blanket like
1: she uh her alarm goes off and like tries to wake her up and she just stuffs it under the blanket and then like she like, goes back to half. half sleep and then mom's like food and then she's like oh yeah. food. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, uh, food. Uh,
1: Feed me. Oh, yeah. And then I would say, like, leaves the room being like, feed me, mama.
0: <laughs> feed me, mama. It is interesting, though, because I'll, I will say that I, I don't know exactly what, like, the line of legal adult is in South Korea. And I also know that age works differently in South Korea. You have a Korean age and then, like, international age. So, like, for example, for our age, when you are born, you're zero years old. And then after one rotation of the around the sun you're now one year old whereas in korea it's like when you're born you're already one and also when the new year starts you then add another year to your age so as opposed to like on your birthday being like i am one more year older it's like you start going by that year older age when the year starts so oh. depending on when Unsei's birthday is she could By our standards, actually be 16 or 17, depending on where in the year her birthday is. That's sick. So, see, I always thought that makes sense, but also just seeing 18 on the screen, I was like, What?
1: (laughs) I think like typical baby incubation time, if I'm if I remember correctly, is like nine months. Yeah, Mm, so I always thought that's that's
0: the one they tell you.
1: Yeah, I always thought that like when you're so, like when you're born you have three months left to being a year old. So like really that baby is one ah. three months after it's born. And then the new year comes and you can be a two year old while you're still like nursing.
0: Ah, huh, interesting. You should go I don't um, know go to the government I do not know where that came from. <laughs> 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 it was like you should you should go be like, hey guys, I have an idea. What if age is different?
1: what if age was just a number
0: (laughs) though to be fair I mean the whole idea of like international and korean age is like an interesting like because the we associate so much with like the number of your age and seeing how a culture can have like a different way to represent that number is so interesting because like I might be the same number age as somebody else but they view their age as differently than I do True. Except when they would meet me, they would be like, oh, your age is this. And I would be like, no, it's not. I'm this. Y-. Like, we, we view our ages differently, which is really interesting.
1: <laughs> You'd be like, I'm this many. And then, like, hold up 20 fingers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough fingers. I, what am I going to do?
1: The toes.
0: <laughs> I guess. <laughs> what happens after you're 40? What do you do?
1: Uh, you get those, like, clappers that people have where you shake them back and forth and you just wave them oh, really yeah. loudly. <laughs>
0: Yeah 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 yeah
1: yeah Anyway So the the next thing we cut to is Hangyol is in a boardroom and he's pitching the plot of Coffee Prince to some director people. Yeah, he's
0: like hey guys I've got a good movie for you
1: He's like, I uh, just want a quick idea for a rom-com here. Uh, coffee Prince is yeah. all about hot boys and hot drinks. And I think that yeah, we yeah, could yeah, branch yeah, out.
0: Yeah, 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 I did write down han is going to make this a coffee empire.
1: Ooh, a coffee fiefdom.
0: Uh, say that one more time. A,
1: a coffee fiefdom.
0: A coffee fiefdom. Mm. What is a fiefdom?
1: A uh, fiefdom is just like... The name, I think, for a piece of land given by a king to be worked by serfs.
0: Oh. Huh. <laughs> I didn't know that.
1: A coffee vifto.
0: <laughs> huh. I didn't know that fact before. And now I do.
1: We're learning a lot. I did not know about international wow. ages at all.
0: Yeah, Surprise. Um I it's totally possible that there are other countries that have like their own way to view age and stuff but as far as I know Korea is like one of the the ones where I like actually know how their age system works so to them it's like international age but to us it's just our age because hmm. we don't generally think of a Korean age though technically we have one if we go to Korea <laughs> oh, Guess <God>. what <laughs> <laughs> gotta do math every time you think of your age
1: i'm actually gonna look up my international age after this i think or wait no my korean age i know my international age
0: you it's okay so it's actually pretty simple so um add one year to your age right now okay and has your birthday happened this year yes then you're done you're just one year older (laughs) <laughs> yeah, If so it's essentially because you gain the year at the beginning of the year. When your birthday comes by, then what we think of as like, oh, I've aged up, you're essentially like taking into account that one year.
1: Interesting. I just, I'm, I'm my mind is a little bit boggled over the fact that like somebody can Google how old am I in Korea? And like, it's a valid search.
0: That is interesting to think about. Age is, age is but a number. <laughs> M'lady. Here in M'lady. the coffee
1: fiefdom there are only beans and years.
0: <laughs> Here in the coffee fiefdom age is similar to um uh how how many friends you have.
1: <laughs> Here in the coffee fiefdom we do things in dog years. <laughs> I'll see you at dinner tonight in thirty-seven dog minutes. That's five mm. hours.
0: <laughs> Hello? How? Oh, wow. I
1: think multiply by seven is the rule, isn't it?
0: Did you say 37 minutes and then say five hours?
1: Yeah, you know. 37 dog minutes. So that's five people hours. What? <laughs> Do you know dog
0: years? Yeah. But the whole thing with dog years is that when you're one, dogs are like seven or whatever. So wouldn't it be way more hours to dogs and way less to humans? Because if a dog is seven and a human is one, the ratio is seven to one. So it should be higher on the dog end. And 37 minutes is way shorter than five hours.
1: I see my mistake. <laughs> Those were Korean dog minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> KDM.
0: <laughs> I think you might have meant to say 35 hours in the first place because 37 is not divisible by five. <laughs> you know what none of us are math majors anyway what's happening in coffee prints um <laughs> by the way <laughs> uh,
1: mama uh calls Unchan chan to go ah, to lunch that's
0: right Unchan gets a little call and it's mom but Hong yul's mom mm.
1: they, go they have to like
0: lunch. lunch oh my gosh and we said the same thing
1: jinx
0: Jinx. You owe me a soda. No. Uh,
1: <laughs> but
0: you can have the soda because I don't actually like soda.
1: <laughs> oh, I love soda. So
0: you owe yourself a soda.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna take you up on that.
0: <laughs> All right. You get you uh, get one soda for yourself. I, on me. <laughs> on on you.
1: <laughs> I wrote about this scene when Chan is just kind of like awkwardly being like, "I like raw fish." Her hair looks like a perfect Lego piece. It looks like it could just, <laughs> right off. <laughs>
0: It does she kind of like fixes it a couple times, but it really does look like it's got it's got a clean line mm.
1: and I think Mama asks her about the whole marriage situation, and unchan like basically lays it down like I have my own goals, and my family is important to me, so I can't really like go get married right now,
0: yeah, yeah, unchan appeals with the like character growth perspective. she's like, um i've realized a lot of things and and this is where i am right now and i'm 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 becoming a better person um and that's why i cannot get married right now and her mom is like oh wow oh oh my oh oh geez oh oh golly i i all every time i get to this like part of the story Gil's mom always confuses me a bit because i always remember this part where she's seeing the good in Unchen. She's kind of like coming to be like, this is somebody who I would be happy for my son to be with because now that I see her character, like obviously I see this as a good person and I want my son to be with a good person. However, she's always introduced to the um, the situation with immediate rejection. Like she's mm-hmm. not happy about Unchen. She doesn't want her to marry her son, yada, yada, yada. And thinking about it, I feel like I'm kind of rationalizing it as, like, she, what her top priority is she wants Gil to be happy and she wants him to be, like, um, she wants him to have a good life. She wants him to be safe. Her Gil is kind of her top priority. And I mm-hmm. feel like this is reflective of her kind of, like, internal struggle between when she meets Unshan initially, she sees her as someone who she is not sure will give... Gil the best life that he could have just because she comes in and she's a younger than him you know she kind of like oh there's the whole like oh she's not like feminine enough or whatever
1: mm-hmm. stupid
0: thing which is a stupid reason but i guess one that she worries about you know there's the whole like oh you like her because her whole idea of being a good wife was like being able to cook and clean and like this whole kind of domestic side of it and Chen kind of pretty early on is just kind of like domestic <laughs> and it's like oh no so she, I think her initial reaction is that kind of like, I don't think this is someone who will make my son happy because of X, Y, and Z that she's shown me. But then I, I do think the whole while she's also kind of seeing how happy Hangyul is with eun And I think that's something that really underlyingly like, underlyingly is what ends up really pushing her to do the, the switch sides where she's like, okay, I'm for eun because even though she meets Unchan and she sees that she's, like, a very good, genuine person who has her own goals and who, you know, is, like, just kind of, like, good overall as, as herself, not in relation to Hangul, Like, on her own, she's good. Mm-hmm. I feel like that, plus the fact that she sees how happy Hangyul is, is what kind of, like, changes her opinion. But I just uh, every time I watch it, I'm always so confused when when it starts and she's like, "Screw Unchan, I hate her," and I'm like, "What?" I remember distinctly you being happy.
1: <laughs> I think as a first time viewer, the Hangul's mm-hmm. uh, non biological mother character is very interesting to me because they mm-hmm. brought up a couple times how basically it was an arranged marriage that Grandma sort of set yeah. up between her and Hangul's uh, non biological dad, and i think for me like the lens of she's in this marriage that was good for granny or like good for the family sort of thing but Mm. it always feels like dad is still sort of in love with hangul's biological mother uh Mm. i feel like part of her decision to change her mind comes from like do i really want to put somebody else in my position where hangul's picked wife would have to deal with him loving somebody else really
0: yeah it's definitely and we kind of see later on that like the the perspective of of dad but yeah it's a lot it's a lot to i don't want to say it's a lot to take in but like i feel like arranged marriage is such has has become such an interesting topic for me in recent years just because I feel like our culture, in our in our culture, it's something that is seen as like weird, um, or I shouldn't even say weird, I should probably actually say foreign, because that's kind of, I think, where the lens of it comes from. Where it's like, that's not how we do marriage and, and romance here, that's not something that we consider like a, a valid option when it comes to marriage, We're like arranged marriage, whack. And so growing up, I always viewed it as this like, this terrible thing that, like, oh, someone could arrange a marriage for you instead of you marrying for love. It's so spooky and awful. Um, when in reality, it's just a way different way to go about the relationship that is marriage um, than our culture kind of accepts. Um I remember reading like some articles about arranged marriage when I like in one in one of my like classes in my undergrad, one of like the cultural courses that I took that talked about kind of like hey like this is something that our culture has kind of like demonized, and we shouldn't because just because there are examples or cases of it not going well, there are other cultures that value this as like a completely valid way to have a relationship, and it's just different, um, as opposed to it being like this terrible thing like how dare you. You know, we obviously pick, like, the the, the scary examples of, like, well, here's this, this place where, like, arranged marriage is so bad because, like, a young girl is forced to marry this old dude and it's creepy and bad. And it completely just, like, leaves out all of the examples of, like, valid, understandable, like, just different paths to marriage that arranged marriage is one of them, where it's just kind of like a different path to a relationship than what we're used to. Um, it's very interesting. I think, um, yet yet another example of kind of one of the ways that I feel like your, not necessarily your culture, but your like society, your government, I think, uh, in in a big part of that. But how easy it is to kind of like demonize another culture or another group of people's ways of going about doing things by just shining it as like this is different from what we do, therefore it's bad. Um, very very interesting
1: yeah i would say that uh i i haven't like taken any courses that touched on this subject but just
0: mm-hmm.
1: from a sort of like anthropological lens i can see how the practice came about and i can see how the practice was relevant culturally for like an extremely long time of mm-hmm. like uh, people joke about being like oh yes i'm going to sell my daughter for land in france like to strengthen my bond mm. with this other foreign nation and it's like it's not really that but i think the dissonance for a western individualist like myself comes from like is this what the two people involved want and if they do want it is that because they've not really been educated about the other options or they haven't seen for themselves what's out there Uh, Mm. I think it's it's definitely too complex for me as a person to weigh on because I'm very ignorant on the topic and I have such an extreme bias Uh, yeah but yeah I think the way it's sort of expressed in the show as like this is something that is better for the family or this is something that will be better for you Mm. is interesting because we have these characters who are sort of an example of that not working out between Han Gil's non-biological parents, and mm-hmm. uh, we've uh, we we have so many examples of other relationships where it's like Mister Hong's relationship that didn't end up working out with this woman who lied to him all the time that he still very much loved, or mm-hmm. uh, the sort of first love between C B and Unse, and the the relationship between Unchan and Han Gil which is very much like having to rub against this norm.
0: Yeah. I think also it's important to remember that romance media is focused on romance. So right now we are watching a romance, a romantic drama comedy type of show. <laughs> and so obviously the thing that we are going to focus the most on the thing that we are going to kind of see as like the goal is the romance part. Um, I've noticed that in a lot of romance media, anytime arranged marriages are are brought up, they're kind of, um, they're pitted against like, oh, this person has an arranged marriage and they're happy. But in the past, they had someone they wanted to marry and they couldn't for X, Y, Z reason. And they like, now they have the arranged marriage. So it's like, should they have like stayed with the person that they picked themselves or like yada, yada, yada? And it's never like these two people didn't have that kind of a past. They just had an arranged marriage and they're happy with each other. So that is something to keep in mind in that um, A, it's being, like, this, this kind of example of it that we're seeing is being directly contrasted with and one of the characters, like, initially didn't want it or initially had, like, this romance that they loved. Also, we're watching a show about romance. We're watching a show where two people who usually wouldn't collide uh, in terms of just because they come from such different worlds end up crossing paths and fall in love and yada, yada, yada. So, like... And definitely, you know, it's, it's valid to, like, take in the, the way that things are portrayed in this media and kind of, like, take into account, like, oh, you know, the, the different perspectives that we see because it's totally possible that these are examples of relationships that could happen in real life. Um, but at the same time, just kind of, like, remembering in the back of your head that, like, this is a portrayal of something where the goal is not what it's portraying.
1: <laughs> yeah, very valid. Mm. it'd be like if i was trying to uh learn about war from star wars or something like the goal is to feature this in a way that helps the story not in a, a historical or culturally accurate context
0: yeah 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 definitely
1: uh so we we go from there to i believe it's it's yuju looking at old pics of han sung's actor or <laughs> i say of his actor <laughs> because of his actor. it looks i think they might be baby pics because he has a very similar nose to grown-up han sung i noticed and i was very excited to see that
0: yeah um just you know to keep with the um the 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 show can we not just say yuju is looking at baby pictures of han sung <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> Though that is definitely, I'm glad that you noticed that it might have actually been the actor's baby pictures uh, as opposed to like just random baby pictures they found. Though I do feel like when it comes to having baby pictures of an actor, would it not always kind of be easier to just get baby pictures of that actor as opposed to like random other baby pictures? Like getting a small child to portray them when they were younger is one thing, but like pictures just be like, hey, your mom got an album back home, bring it over, like
1: very true but like i don't want to put these these kid look-alike actors out of business you know it's a thriving yeah, come industry on. <laughs> uh, oh, and it, it's so sweet because the hanson like comes home and he's like hey give me five minutes and then we cut to like a, a boom box with some wine and like a cheese board and they're slow dancing in the backyard and it's so sweet
0: yeah. and then So this, this, the, this couple, we've kind of been facing this idea of, from the beginning has been facing this idea of, like, marriage. Hansung wants marriage. That's something that he's always seen. He's always pictured his future as, like, I want to marry Yuju, this girl I love, have a family with her, you know. And Yuju, on the other hand, has always kind of been, like, I don't know if marriage is the right path for me. I do love you, but, like, marriage in a family, does that suit me? Is that what I want? Um, you know, we, we, this episode finally got to see her mother and see uh, a big part of why that probably developed for her just because of her mother's romantic history. Mm -hmm. So honestly, every time that Han Sung has brought up marriage to Yuju, it's felt very much like, I don't know, framing it as like, uh, every time Han Sung is going to propose and one time she's going to say yes, and that's going to be the time just kind of like, doesn't feel right. But this moment... Where Yuju gets down on her knee and opens up some rings and proposes to Hansung, like that felt correct. That felt like that was the only way this couple would ever get married was with you if Yuju proposes because yes. like it just it doesn't make sense for it to be Hansung. It has to be Yuju. <laughs> like,
1: it's so good. He, he. Looks so happy,
0: like he's so happy. I'm so happy for that. I literally think I wrote down in my notes like I'm, I'm no like I I think I'm forgetting why I I hated this couple just because they're so happy right now. Like I can't even.
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't even like get any bad vibes when she proposed because I was so in the moment of being like, oh my god.
0: Yeah, it was so cute. It was so like right. I feel like for them. And it was just so, like, he, oh my god, he was, like, he was about to cry, like, ugh.
1: The music is, like, very sweet, and then he, like, lifts her up and does a big spin, and it, like, it comes Uh, in way harder with the music. Big
0: spinny. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then he calls Han-gyul, and Han-gyul is like, hello? And he's like, I'm getting married, you do propose to me, and, like, yada yada, and, han Gil is like oh that's awesome we we've got to celebrate and he's like nah 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 can't celebrate gotta spend time with my my new fiance and han Gil is mm-hmm. like did you did you call me to to brag then not not because you wanted to celebrate but because you wanted to tell me that you're so lucky because you're getting married and he's like absolutely that's what i did <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then he like runs down the street and does a huge jump and screams really loud at he's night he's like,
0: yuju wants cold noodles so i'm gonna go get some cold noodles my
1: baby wants cold noodles
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Uh. but yeah it's it's overall just like a super super sweet super cute moment um wow honestly now that i think about it maybe one of the cutest in the series like so far like because I feel like a lot of the cute moments we get from Eun-Chen and Hung-Gyul have been more kind of like casually cute like very sweet but also very like grounded and down to earth kind of sweet mm. um, but this, this like one was kind of in the like rain moment yeah it's like a proposal and everyone's happy and like we know they're gonna have a baby and it just kind of like feels very grand um, it feels right even though it's like done in their backyard and you know. <laughs>
1: Uh, but uh, then we cut to, like, th- every episode of Coffee Prince kind of has, like, a what-the-fuck moment, and uh, this was, uh, I think, <laughs> the what-the-fuck moment for me this episode. Yeah. Uh, where we cut to Mr. Ku sort of reading his five commandments about how he's not gonna bother Unchan's mom
0: anymore. He's made rules for himself so that she'll notice him and maybe... It's, it's kind of funny because, like, the way that he's framing them, when he first is reading them off, to me it sounds like this is his rule so that he'll get over her. That's because they are that. very, like, you know, when she comes by, I'm not going to, like, go and look for her. Um, although one of them was just, like, when she, when she says something to me, I'm not going to give her a silly smile. And I was like, that's where I draw the line, Mr. Crew. Mm, yeah. You should always be, be able smiling. to silly smile. <laughs> but then he mentions, like, oh, this is what – this is how she's going to notice me. And I'm like, oh, so these are more rules for, like, I'm to get her to like you? What?
1: That's to- so weird.
0: And then it, like, works because yeah. she comes by?
1: <laughs> it's like a cat. It's like when you pay the cat no attention, eventually they just kind of wander over to you and they're like, who do you think you are? But, yeah. like he she of course she comes up and he has to like tuck the rules upside down but you can still clearly see the writing in like the colored ink
0: oh yeah because he he did in fact use marker and marker bleed through paper (laughs) (laughs) yeah but then then mama comes by and she like basically is like you know um after the kids are are married off i think i'll be ready once that happens like after that
1: yeah let's give it a shot
0: And I'm like, girl, did we just witness another MF proposal? Because, like, (laughs) um...
1: (laughs) They're everywhere this episode. It's so hot right now. Yeah,
0: like, I was like, this is absolutely a proposal. Just in, like, a more, I guess, like, mature, I am an established adult with children who are also established adults and you know need to like fulfill my duty of being mother but once they are married and have like their own families then i can like once again explore my own romance and it's like oh <laughs> you know,
1: it was it was really funny because uh he like he's already cutting meat for her and then she goes over and she touches his hand but it's like a gloved hand that's just touched raw meat <laughs> so i'm like i hope you went home and washed your hands man i really do
0: nah she she went she picked up her hand after that and she went
1: <laughs> gross <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Yeah, no, we are just banging out the proposals one after another. We are on them.
1: Yeah, it, it was sweeps weeks. We need we need all the proposal yeah. we can get.
0: Yeah. Anyway, then we cut back to Coffee Prince. Um, you know, the the thing that is the title of this show or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Unchan is like stress practicing with her uh, her coffee setup. She's like practicing for the barista exam, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got the she's got the drip the, the, the drip. Like, like pots. Yeah, and then no, it's like the pot with, with like the filter and then she's like she's she's pouring the, the, the water over, you know, the, like the drip method or whatever. I don't yeah, there's the a drip word for this. Method. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and then I my favorite my favorite part of this scene is essentially Gil is like, what, what about us? Like us getting married and we have kids. Like how many kids do you want? And Unchan initially holds up 10 fingers and yep. Gil gets really excited and then she switches and she's like three. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, three is good. But he was so <laughs> excited for 10. He was like, oh my God, 10 kids. Let's go. <laughs>
1: Let's go. We'll have a whole dynasty. It's going to be so wild.
0: <laughs> he's like, we could start a band. We- <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm just picturing them in leader hose and like the fucking von traps from sound of music
0: he's like our whole family could be like its own chorus line it's
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll open up a new it'll be a, a music venue we'll call it chorus prince
0: <laughs> yeah 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 we'll open our own segment of coffee prince that's just run by our family <laughs>
1: <laughs> he asks her like oh what kind of proposal do you want and then oh, instead yeah. of like giving he's, him a real he's inspired answer, she's like i need a hundred roses and i need my face on the side of a building and i need like a uh does she say a boat or something
0: yeah no she's she's just i i don't even remember exactly but all i know is that she's going as as big and as grand as possible just to piss him off
1: yeah and he like puts his head down all pissed off and she's like are you mad are you mad now are you mad at me are you being mad he's
0: literally It's so funny because these past couple of scenes with them have very much been Han Gil being big pouty baby and Eun-chan just kind of eating it up. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Just like really encouraging. Yeah.
1: She puts her hands together. Yeah. She puts those little tiny little Eun-chan hands together and she dives like a swan in between his armpit and his chest and puts herself in the most romantic headlock I've ever seen.
0: She's like, noom, it's headlock time and she tries you... to walk away and uh pulls out his finishing move koala grip and yes. like wraps all of his limbs around her
1: <laughs> oh it's so good that you mentioned his signature move because he's like driving after this and then oh the fantasy God. filter comes on and it's Here just him and Unchan in a bed and they're like they're like play wrestling and like just cuddling and
0: they're they... like it goes from <laughs> cuddling to like then she starts, like, suffocating him with her pillow, but in, like, a fun way, I guess. Yeah, like a, um, like a quite then,
1: literal suffocation.
0: <laughs> and then he's like, I'm gonna answer the phone, but it's your foot. And it's like, what is going on?
1: <laughs> it went on for, like, I think three to four minutes, and there were so it many camera angle really changes. It was a really long
0: little fantasy. Like, it was, uh, yeah, so, no, so I'm gonna run was...
1: this idea by you, because I okay. think, I think that we, because we've said before, we think han Gil has had sex. Okay. but. What if he hasn't, and this is what he thinks it is? <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, "Oh, yeah, you know, you put on your pajamas and then like you, just you pick up your out.
0: girlfriend's foot. And-
1: <laughs> yeah, you answer your girlfriend's foot.
0: <laughs> she tries to shove a pillow in your face and <laughs>
1: yeah, and she she just bothers you really bad for like enough time, but not too much.
0: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh no, Hwang <laughs> Oh. What if that's also what Eun Chan thinks sex is? What if yeah, I was really waiting boat? for them to
1: come back, and it was like whose fantasy was it? Like we see them both waking up, Inception style.
0: <laughs> oh my god, they had a joint fantasy. Wow, <laughs> good for them. You know what? If them. that's what they want sex to be, good for them. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, there are no rules.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'll, also, I do want to say really quick because I wrote this down in my in my notes. Um, mm-hmm. You ever do the thing where you uh, get really tense whenever a character is driving and they're just like slightly distracted by something?
1: Yeah, you know, Downton Abbey <laughs> really ruined that for me. <laughs>
0: it's like, Anytime a character is in a car and they are a minimum amount of thinking about something other than driving, I'm like, a car accident is on the horizon.
1: <laughs> I'm always so ready for it. Like, I, I can't oh, wait for God. things to get sad. And I'm like, that would be the ultimate, like, ooh.
0: Oh, God, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. God forbid when they're driving and crying. Like, that's it. That's <laughs> Um. Oh, yeah, a- anyway.
1: We go to uh, the house for family dinner time now, and we're in Dad's office, Hong uh, Gil's mm-hmm. non-biological father and he's wearing, mm-hmm. like, this advanced bowling shor- shirt, and, uh... <laughs> advanced bowling? That's just what I thought what it that looked mean? like, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> like, it looks but like he's, like, mean? the master level character in Wii Bowling, you know? Oh, like, okay, you... okay. <laughs> like, once you've 10,000 points, you get this special shirt that looks like it, it oh, resists okay, all okay, water. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> the yeah, hydrophobic
1: yeah, yeah. bowling shirt.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
1: So they just have, like, a really frank conversation about uh his birth mom, and, like, you get the sense that dad will support Han-gyul when it comes to, oh, like, yeah, no. marrying for love.
0: He absolutely pulls out the big guns at grandma and is like, you know, I've got one regret, and it's, um, it's when I didn't marry the woman that I loved, and I instead married the woman that you picked for me. Think about oh, that, yeah. mom. No uncertain <laughs> it's terms. Like, just
1: oh. rips her into one.
0: It's like, oh, God. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> He's like, I know you're very <laughs> ill right now, but I'm about to say the sickest shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's it's like, oh, you know, but, uh, just in case we forgot, Grandma is, in fact, battling, like, life-threatening illness. You know, mm, yeah. fine. <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So then, like, right after Grandma gets smack attack from son bringing out the big guns being like you caused my one regret in life then she gets a phone call from mom being like hey listen unchan i think she's actually pretty great so grandma's just like completely losing all of her support right now
1: yeah mom's so great because not only does she say like unchan's great she's like she's not like you jew who's hard to get along with like you want to be friends with unchan
0: yeah, that's true. She's like, it's kind of hard sometimes to get along with Yuju, but Un chan like, I'm a fan.
1: <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> well, that
0: did rhyme. I'm so proud of that. <laughs> um, anyway, then hong Gil is, is helping uh, Yuju make lunch.
1: Yeah, like, he makes a comment about how, like, oh, you're, you're turning into such a good housewife already. Like, uh, so, so good. And then she like hands him like this messed up looking thing. And she's like, "I'm not gonna feed this to my husband. You eat it."
0: <laughs> the worst part is she offers him free food and he rejects it. He literally is like, "I'm not eating this." And it's like, "Eat it. Eat the." I eat was it. not
1: gonna say eat anything, it. but like, come on, man, you kind of gotta eat it. Like,
0: <laughs> you kind, you kind of gotta eat it. Like, she, just, it's free. Like, why not?
1: Yeah, like that could be food that goes to baby, but it goes to you instead. You should be honored.
0: You're so right. That food could have been for baby. But it wasn't. <laughs> it was for you. Jerk.
1: They, it's like the first pancake when you're making a batch of pancakes. She gave him, like, the first mm-hmm. pancake that was a little messed up from the fryer.
0: Yeah, but, like, why wouldn't you eat it, you know? like No, you on. gotta
1: eat the first pancake. You put it under the more attractive pancakes, though, so nobody notices. The whole
0: point of it is, like... It's like you know, anytime I'm making pancakes, if one of the pancakes messed up, that means that's free pan- pancake for me to eat right now while I'm cooking. Mm, for chef yes. Throw away <laughs> pancake. like <laughs> this pancake is for chef.
1: They read it they edited all that out of ratatouille the parts where like they would mess up and then they would just cut to them <laughs> eating whatever they messed up. Yeah. I thought <laughs> it was this such a weird chef. decision. <laughs> And then the part where Patton Oswalt goes, this one's for Remy. It happens like six times in the screenplay. I don't know what happens.
0: Yeah, what the heck? What's going on there? Honestly. Um, anyway, it's time for us to cut to our, 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 our what seems like it's going to be our wedding dress montage because you wants to try on wedding dresses. Um, or I think she needs to get like her wedding dress fitted or something like that. Yeah. And Un Chan makes a comment that's like, Oh, wedding dresses? I wanna try on wedding dresses, that sounds so nice. And Han Gil is like, Oh my god, yes.
1: Yeah, he has like another dream sequence where he sees Unchan. Yeah, he's
0: really into the fantasy these days. Yeah, he's really like
1: dissociating from reality at an alarming rate.
0: (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Oh god.
1: And it was, it was just so cute because it's Unchan chan all done up with her hair differently. And she's wearing this beautiful, like big billowy dress. And then like, oops, she's snap. wearing
0: like this dress that I feel like is meant to be kind of over the top. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Cause it's, it's just so poofy.
1: <laughs> and then snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Uh, chan is wearing like her best, like early 2000s Kanye West costume with the pink polo and the jeans. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Han Sung is just, like, he's just losing it. He's he's losing touch with reality because he just starts proposing to her while Yuju um, and Han are, like, there.
0: So, really quick. First, first and foremost, I do need to highlight. Then we see Yuju in her dress. And Yuju yes. looks... Gorgeous, she is killing it. Her dress looks so good. It's so nice. It's so like, oh, it's so her. I'm so in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. So I feel like Unchan mentions to Hong Gil, like, oh, I want to try on wedding dresses, and he just launches into this fantasy and then snap back to reality. Um, we're here for Yuju, you know, the one that's getting married, yeah, um, or whatever. Her big day, <laughs> and then. Hong Gil is just like yeah he's just he's he's being pouty baby and then he's like it's time for me to propose it's my turn to propose everyone has gotten their proposal turn and now it's Hong <laughs> Gil's turn <laughs> It's Hong
1: Gil's turn
0: Eun Chan just as she has been for the entirety of this episode is just not taking him seriously She's like yeah okay sounds good and then he's like oh great and then she's like wait a minute actually i don't know you're saying some stuff and <laughs> let's call off the wedding. I don't think you're, I don't think I could marry you. And she's just like absolutely just messing with him. Oh he's yeah. And losing it.
1: I, I was, I was like minute by minute following this. So I wrote like, what are they married now? Is this real? Oh no, it's canceled. <laughs> and then Hung <Hung-Sung laughs> and Yuji are like, spare us. God guys, come on.
0: They're literally like, Hey, remember how you came here to like help Yuji uh, pick out her wedding dress and stuff and how this is kind of about us. Um, can you guys not, maybe, is there not a better time for this?
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, maybe five minutes from now. And then, like, they make such a big scene of themselves. Eun-chan, like, runs away, and han Gil tries Uh to go after her. Loses both his sandals, and then, like, throws (laughs) one
0: at her. (laughs) He makes a big slippy because his sandals do not have any traction on the, on the clean floor Mm. of this boutique. (laughs) And he slips and loses his shoes and then um he like throws he gets one and he throws it at her and then Unchan kind of like comes back and smacks him with the finishing blow <laughs> and,
1: oh. and it's
0: just like and Hansung and Yu-ju are just kind of like why do we take them places why are
1: we <laughs> a disaster couple <laughs>
0: It's very funny. It's very obvious also that he slipped in real life and they decided to keep it in. <laughs>
1: I was very much hoping that that was the case.
0: Oh, man. Uh, anyway, it's business time. Hangul and dad are like, hey, let's talk about business.
1: Yeah, dad's like, hey, you're going to start getting a salary. Uh, and Hangul's like, are, are you sure I don't want people to say that I got the job just because I know somebody who works here? And he's like, if you keep doing the work that you've been doing, nobody's going to think that. And it's like, oh, Aw, Dad. Aw,
0: thanks, Dad.
1: Damn. Damn, Dad. Damn.
0: Damn. Damn, Pops. Uh, <laughs> damn, Pops. Damn.
1: You're going to give me a salary?
0: Damn. <laughs> You're going to praise me for doing a good job?
1: Damn, we got some fatherly love up in here, Pops.
0: <laughs> we got some fatherly love and appreciation. Uh... Um, anyway it's time for family dinner um, because everybody is coming over all of us Han Han Sung Yuju Han Gil mom dad grandma baby, uh, baby. yeah <laughs> although n- we didn't know that baby was invited secret until special guest. <laughs> yeah secret special guest so so they like they meet around in the in the living room area and it's like, all right, let's talk about um um what's going on, Hansung Yuju, congratulation, you're getting weed mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah. And then they kind of like slowly slip in like also, baby. And everybody's like, oh, baby. And we all start rallying around baby, our new favorite character, baby, oh, yeah. baby. <laughs> baby,
1: baby. baby. <laughs> Granny like loves it. Granny looks so happy. Oh
0: yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's her first grand or her first great grandchild. Yeah. So she's like oh my god so yeah we're rallying around baby everybody is happy um and hangyul is like this is an, this is the exact opportune moment that i need to reverse psychology my way into getting grandma to like (laughs) unchan
1: yeah he does this great like bit where he's pretending to rant about her and it's like (laughs) look how stupid i sound complaining about all the great things that my girlfriend does (laughs)
0: He's literally like, "Ugh, it's so annoying. She studies so hard and won't spend any time with me. And she, she won't even let me like pay her for things. Like she's so good with money. It's so annoying. And and she nags me and always tells me to be a better person. Like, ugh." And never
1: leaves <laughs> any leftovers because we'll have to eat them in hell. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, that one was a fun one. I like that, that one was like a cool. <laughs> And then, um, my favorite part of this scene, and perhaps the best line this entire episode, is when uh, Han Gil kind of, like, gestures to Han Sung and Ju and kind of makes a comment that's like, do you want a baby? I could have a baby. Me and chan could make a baby within the year. Like, like is, is that, that what like it takes? Like, real
1: quick. Yeah.
0: And Han Sung turns around and is like, don't look at us as an example. And it's like, damn. ain't he right?" Maybe let's not look to Han Sung and Ju as the example of the relationship to follow. <laughs>
1: And then Hong Gil's like, all right, we're having a vote on whether or not I'm allowed to date Unchan." Chan.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, okay, reverse psychology didn't seem to work. Therefore, I'm pulling out the democracy card. All right, everyone, who wants Un Chan and Hong Gil to date? Okay, yeah, Han Sung, Yu Ju, yeah, Dad, Mom. Mom. And Mom's like, yeah, okay. And he's like, okay, great. That's, um, let's see, five votes for Hong Gil and Unchan, Chan uh, and one vote against. Huh, that's. That's interesting. Grandma, huh? And
1: then Granny spits a cherry about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, and everybody laughs. And I'm like,
1: oh. Yeah. So we cut back to Coffee Prince, and Harim is just being really weird when you think about it. Because he's looking at Unchan studying, and he's like, you know, why are you working so hard to be independent when you can just rely on Han Gil? Like, I don't understand like why should you focus on school
0: (laughs) he's literally giving her the exact opposite of any advice i ever got when i was like going off to college where like everyone in my life was like focus on your school school is most important like relationships come second like never never follow a boy instead of like going and doing something like that you want for like your education or something and harim is literally sitting here being like Why does education matter when you can just have a boyfriend who's rich? And it's like, um...
1: (laughs) He says, like, focus on dating, which is just, like, a chilling phrase to hear.
0: Just straight up, he's like, you should just concentrate on dating. And it's like, never in my life had those words ever been uttered to me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then he, he, like, puts that plan for himself into action Because there's like somebody watching (gasps) him from outside and he just like goes over to bust that table.
0: No, 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 no. So this is the same girl from the beginning of the episode who like, (sighs) or was it the beginning of this episode? No, it was the, it was last episode. This girl was, was there and he was like bugging her and being like, I'll give you like gift and stuff. And she was like, "Hmm," and she was just like not having it. And so he switched gears and decided to be, like, cold and aloof to her. And now she's, like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) He, like, brings her into the fucking dish pit of the restaurant. He literally,
0: he activates the weirdest flirting method I've ever seen, which is get the girl you were flirting with to work for you for free, where he, like, literally gets her to hold a tray and follow him into, like, the sink area. (laughs) And... He's, he's like just like
1: what's your name and she says han byol oh my god and i was like damn that is a great name i love han byol
0: way yeah. better than han Gyal. yeah right screw han Gyal. but byol means star so he's like oh star
1: she has like the greatest final fantasy outfit i've ever seen because the top of her skirt is like really high up but her belt stays where her waist is, about, like, oh, yeah, yeah, a foot yeah, yeah, from yeah. the top of the skirt.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh So, yeah, that was weird. I I just, you know, Ha-Rim, he, he brings a lot to this show, and I don't know how much of it I want. <laughs> I...
1: <laughs> you get the good with the bad, for sure. Yeah. I did write, this is bad, question <laughs> mark.
0: Y- yeah, it's, it's it's because she's like into it but at the same time I'm like girl maybe maybe someone should introduce to you that um if a boy to flirt with you basically says hey can you carry these dishes for me and can you wipe down this table for me and can you follow me into (laughs) the kitchen so I can put the dishes in the sink and then also maybe wash the dishes can you do that for me maybe that's not the kind of guy that you um that's just not the kind of person in general that you want to, um, date? I don't know. Just, um, just a thought I had.
1: Yeah, a thought that I agree just, with.
0: Just, a yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, it's sister talk time, and it's also sister uh ear clean time? This
1: is my favorite comedic scene in all of Coffee Prince so far, I think. Really? Yeah, cause it's just a very normal like, oh, we're cleaning ears tonight, and they're talking about uh, like, hey, and say, guess what happened to me at work, and she's like, oh, you you ate like two bowls of ramen and two bowls of udon and are still hungry, and she's like, <laughs> no, manager proposed to me, and then says <gasps> like, what, and then oh, yeah. asks like, wait, you haven't done it yet, have you, and then uh... she's like, what's what's there to do, and she's like, you oh, know. No. And then Unchan realizes and kicks her and is like, No, you're you years too early to be talking about this. You're eighteen and I'm twenty-four. This ain't right. And she's like, okay.
0: Unchan looks at Unsei and she's like, I absolutely have not put Han Yol's foot next to my face yet. Excuse me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> As everybody knows, yeah. <laughs> and then oh the scene God. ends. Uh Unchan kicks her one more time and it's a perfectly cut scream. And we just in the middle of Unsei's scream cut away to something else and I was dying.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 very good. Um, but what we do cut to is han uh, Hangyo ring shopping.
1: Ooh, not even <clears throat> shopping. No, he's he's here to make dumb faces at rings.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's like, mmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> <And that's> so- <laughs> mm. if they had put the audio turn the turned his mic up for this scene. That's what. We
1: <laughs> it's so good and he they even do the bit where he's like talking to the the woman who works there and she's like how old is the the person that this ring is for and he's like oh uh 24 and he's like oh you'll need something flashier than more glamorous and he's like She's not mm. that feminine. And it's like mm. <laughs> it's like when somebody tells Iron Man nice suit and he's like, you should see my other one. It's just like this wink to the audience kind of thing that I love.
0: Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. Oh yeah. And then um we actually cut back to um Unchan at home and I, like, completely forgot that there was another couple in this show that was getting married. Because I was like, why is Eun-Chen, like, trying to walk in heels? Like, what's happening right now? Why is she, like, practicing how mm-hmm. to walk in heels? And then I just went, oh, that's right, the wedding!
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. It it's not, it sneaks up on you.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, what? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, but yeah, Eun-Chen is, like, picking out her outfit. Um, talking with Mama and eun uh,
1: Mom has, like, this really nice moment of frustration I think with the circumstance because she comes in and she's like hey and say Told me that your manager proposed to you what's going on with that and and Chan's like oh you know I want to wait like five years I think before we do it and she's like is that gonna be good for him because like he's not young anymore man and mm. and Chan's like well he doesn't really have a choice because like I need to do all this this and this and his family is like worried about him marrying me and mama kind of like snaps and she's like oh just because we're in like different social classes like they get to be the ones who are worried and it doesn't matter if i'm worried about giving up my oldest daughter to somebody who i barely know or like all this and i was like yeah. damn this was a necessary moment
0: she makes a very good point where like you know she just like Gil's mom and grandma is also like has this child who is talking about marriage and like of course she's going to have her own concerns about like who is the person that she's interested in are they a good person for my child like is this is everything okay and yeah a lot of the um the focus has been on obviously the way that han gil's parents feel just because they're the ones that uh especially grandma's the one who feels so strongly adamantly against it but mm. it is nice uh, I don't know if that's the right word to say, but it it just kind of like seeing the other side and also getting unchen's chans mom's perspective where she's like, you know, this isn't a story of like... She, she basically, just like you said, is, is straight up putting like, you know, just because they're rich doesn't mean they're the only ones who are like concerned for their child, yada yada. Like, you're my daughter and of course I'm going to be concerned and like...
1: Yeah, it really made me realize that like as I'm watching this show and it could be partly because of how mama's just kind of reacted being happy for unchan the whole time or like i think back to that scene where they were just like quietly eating in the kitchen together and talking about relationship stuff and Mm. like you kind of don't see the families as equal or at least i didn't and that's not like in a financial sense i mean that like there's so much like ire directed at unchan from Gil's family at first but like, there's, it doesn't feel like there's any ill will from Mama to Han Gil or any of that family until they mm. start being like, oh, well, you can't marry beneath your station. And it's like, well, no, I have a right to be like, fuck you about it. And it's like, I'm glad that yeah. she did. She took her moment to do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, me too. You go, Mom. You go, Mom. <laughs> Uh, anyway, it's wedding time or whatever. Um, and, oh, my God, we get yet another Hansung Yuju adorable goddamn scene where, like, he <sighs> looks – and he's already seen this wedding dress. He was there at, mm-hmm. the, like, at the at the try-on, but when he sees her in her dress on the wedding day, he's like, oh, and everyone – oh, God, it's so cute. I, oh, oh, God.
1: <laughs> I love two things about this scene. His reaction and, like, the happy, like, kiddishness of it all. And also that nobody fucking says, oh, it's bad luck to see the bride in the dress before the wedding. I'm so sick of that trope, and I'm so glad that nobody says that shit.
0: Two, I do want to bring up. I, I am also glad that that didn't happen, but also reminder that we're watching something from another culture, and that's definitely, like, a part of wedding culture in America. I do not know if other cultures have anything like that. As far as like wedding traditions go. Weddings are something that are very, very cultural, if you, if you think about it. Like there are all those like traditions and kind of things that we think about. That's that's a great example of kind of like a, a cultural event is a wedding, because there are all of those like uh, traditions and like certain things that are supposed to happen that are tied to it. Um, and I, I would definitely say that I think that that's part of like an American wedding. I don't know if that's a part of other culture weddings, too. Like, I don't know if maybe, like, if you get married in Europe, if they have, like, those same kind of ideals. But I know that's definitely something here. Um, And I have no idea if that's included in Korea. I would think that it isn't just because this kind of example is, like, a... Obviously, it didn't matter because he was with her at the fitting. Like Your uh, your cultural lens uh, is going to uh, alter your perception of the media that you consume.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And in this case, it definitely made me enjoy it more because I was expecting that and
0: then it did not happen. (laughs) Surprise. Uh,
1: So the title for this episode actually comes from the moment where the Choi family is getting out of the car because whoever was in charge of like misting grandma's forehead for this scene, they went all out. (laughs) and You can see the sweat. And so I sort of like out loud to myself went, Granny, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Granny? Oh,
0: God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Granny, are you okay? Are you okay? okay? Are you okay, Granny?
1: (laughs) So that's my title for this episode. Because I was like, please, no, we're so close. You can't do this now at the wedding.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. Oh, we okay. Literally, we get to this part of the episode and it's 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 prefaced with Hansung and Yuju being so goddamn happy to just get married. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, obviously, this is going to be a great, happy ending. We love to see it. But then we cut to grandma and she's just like reminding us that she's she is in fact <laughs> battling a, a life-threatening illness. Oh. Um, and then we cut to Han-kyo and Eun-chan. And this moment starts out fine um personally for me proposing on somebody else's wedding day kind of a shit move my guy like that was their day that was like come on you can't you can't propose at your your cousin's wedding like that's not cool dude
1: not at all (laughs) that's
0: your wine bro and you're just stepping on his day (laughs) like
1: oh god even if it had gone right
0: yeah right but han Gil essentially proposes and he brings out the ring and it's it's cute and it's sweet and she says yes and and it's it's nice or whatever although it's very colored by I was like come on guys like really like I know this entire episode han Gil has been waiting for his turn to propose and he's been trying (laughs) (laughs) and he finally gets it and it works and just kind of sucks that it's on the wedding of somebody else
1: grandma said it's my Um, turn to propose
0: yeah it's my turn to propose but yeah it's it's fine at first and then they quickly start arguing again because yeah. is like we're gonna get married in five years and Han Gil is like what no and it's like oh god can we not can we for once not
1: this this is the part of the conversation from earlier that I wanted to put the pin in about the financial discussion Mm. Uh, because one of the things that comes up when they're sort of arguing is that she's like I need to take care of my family like Unsei has a whole year of high school left and like I need to make sure she's taken care of and my mother as well and Hangyul's like well I can take care of them like that's not something that you have to worry about like I will be responsible for them and she says mm. like you can't promise that because her dad who passed away promised that he would be responsible for them and you don't know what's going to happen so you can't say that i can't let myself depend on you because if anything happens then i'm screwed and it like that i thought about that when they were talking about money earlier and i thought about unchan's father and how she's had to work to support them herself and I was like, mm. it makes so much sense why this character does not want marriage in this way. And then from yeah. Hill's side, you have the the looming threat of, like, my grandma might not see me get married if I wait very long. And yeah. that's, that's, it's an extrinsic motivator, I would say. Like, it, it's not internal it's like something outside that's affecting his decision making because obviously you should talk to your partner before proposing i think and like make sure you both know what the time frame looks like for sure but yeah no that's
0: absolutely extrinsic motivation yeah like to a t
1: yeah I, i definitely feel like that's weighing on him because there's been a couple times throughout the episode where somebody says to granny like oh you know you might be able to hold your great grandson the implication being before you die and, mm. like, that's not something that goes missed, I think, by the other characters.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely something that's weighing on this show and just kind of, like, generally looming over everything. They they love to remind us, as they do when they cut to the bathroom and uh, Mom is like, uh, Hey, hey, Grandma. And then, you, what do you know? Grandma claps. So... <sighs>
1: I'm oh, I'm so mad that that's not even like, d- like it, th- th- this episode basically ends with like, Unchan storming off and Hong Gil and they're mad and it's like we don't they don't even know that Grandma's not okay right now and that makes me so yeah. anxious for like that compounding discovery moment in the next episode
0: and and, and they have to get married. <laughs> it's, it's oh too my much. god! Yeah, yeah, literally like
1: i've never been like i feel like i'm spinning plates and i'm just watching the show happen <sighs> it's like there's a bomb under the table except it's a grandma uh-huh. and she's very oh sick. no and they've grandma, been telling no. me about grandma under the table for a very long time but also Hansung is at the table with yuju and there's a lobster with a, re- a wedding ring on its claw and like that's gotta oh, happen before oh, the grandma under the oh, table no. explodes
0: Uh, yeah yeah you know it's it's fine we're we're fine
1: (laughs) it's all good
0: well that uh i guess wraps up episode 15 (sighs) isn't that weird that we're like (laughs) that i mean a that that was the ending but also like that this is where we are when we're, we're two episodes away from the end.
1: It feels like they took all the emotional baggage from like the previous episodes and they put it all on the back of episode 16 and said, you deal with it. <laughs> <And> now...
0: <laughs> this is for you.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm like, how is he going to well, do it? How's episode 16 going to work with all this weight on his back?
0: <laughs> how's it even going to happen? Man. So when I've, when I've rewatched this show in the past, I do remember that usually when I get to the end, I know what happens in the end, but I don't quite remember how we get there. And once again, I'm getting struck with this feeling that's like, I feel like we have a lot to handle. Like, are we gonna, like, I don't remember is like... Do they take care of it all in episode 16 and episode 17 is, like, just a fun thing? Or is it, like, oh, they have to wait until, like, the very last scene of it? Like, I don't remember. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm, I'm so nervous.
1: I'm, I'm nervous as a first-time viewer just being, like... Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even... I don't even...
0: I, <laughs> I at least know how it resolves and, like, what happens.
1: <laughs> I have so many theories going wild in my head right now.
0: Ooh, all right, all right. save them because we'll use them when you make your prediction for episode 16 uh, for the next episode. But as for this episode, I think that's all we've got for you guys. Um, I, I honestly kind of feel exhausted a little bit just because like it feels like we were walking for an hour and then all of a sudden we had to sprint for five straight minutes.
1: <laughs> that's an apt comparison. Specifically, I feel like when Scooby-Doo is running up the stairs, and then they hit the lever, and they turn into a slide, and he go back down.
0: (gasps) Oh, no. Oh, wow. That's a good... That's a good... Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel that. Yeah. All right. well, um... We'll 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 go ahead and start uh, doing our best. Me and Jaren will back ourselves up, give ourselves a running start to see if we can run ourselves up the slide. Um, really, a, a a a a task that not many have uh, achieved, but the best always um, will.
1: I could do it for a Scooby snack. Uh
0: you know, you know what? I don't have any of those for you. Oh. I can't give you one. Mm. I don't own Scooby Snacks.
1: Well, no. how about a Jared Snack? Uh,
0: yeah, okay. I think I got a couple of those.
1: It's just medicine wrapped in bologna.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why well, are you a dog? wrong. <laughs> <Right-a-ro. laughs> right we were talking about scooby i completely disregarded the fact that we were talking about scooby and just immediately latched on jaren just decided that he is a dog <laughs> <laughs> all right so as always thank you guys so much for listening uh for being on this coffee journey with us uh we will catch you next time in the next episode where we watch episode 16
1: Ooh. episode 16 Grandma gets a new spleen.
0: Ah oh, yeah, new spleen for grandma. Grandma gets a new spleen. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Bye everyone. Mama, mwah, mwah. love you.
1: Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.